welcome to the fourth anniversary of the fourth episode of the fourth time around. I'm your host this week, Ross Olsaver, along with my buddies Gregory Clyde the Second. Ho ho ho! And uh, wow, that's the that's the worst intro. Are you gonna do that every week or no? Um... Yeah, I have it's done. It's, it's not getting cut. It's there. Yeah. You think that's the yo ho ho should be every time Greg signs in like that? <laughs> yes. I'm just looking out for you, Greg. All right. Anyway, well, our third third co-host here is uh, Michael Mayella. Yep. How you doing, Mike? I'm I'm great. Are you a little doing fantastic upset still about the? Uh... Uh, I usually am upset, but no, right now I'm in a good mood. Surprisingly. Okay. Yeah. He'll probably be gone by the end of the episode, though. Yeah. I, well, I hope that you end but, up uh, confused. Yeah. Yeah, we did it though, right? Hey, number four. That's right, we did it. This is our, well, our I, final episode for, yeah. uh, for all you 74 fans out there. Um, right. This is it. So, you know, goodbye. Uh, <laughs> forever. For, yeah, forever. <laughs> we made all the money that we needed to make. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got all the sponsorship deals lined yeah, we up. Yeah, we, we got Nike on the line, and now we're out exactly. of here. Exactly. So, how, mar- how do we market ourselves better, Mike? What do you think? Mm, I think just. Telling as many people that you meet on the streets yeah. as you can. That fourth time around. So I've been doing. I've been just going up to people as I walk around Brooklyn. I just you know grab them and say, "Hey, watch yeah. my podcast." You know, tell my go, barber. Wait a minute. You got an MBA. How do we how do we market this better? How do we make our, our sizzle clips tighter? Uh, I think we've cornered the market on uh, reverse marketing. So right. we call up two companies hmm. and we threaten to endorse one. I see. And so the other pays us to do that. Okay, I see. So we're yeah. like negative. We're negative advertising. Right. We 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 yeah. We okay, are cool. we are, we're attacking advertising. All right. Well, good. All right. We're gonna start this week's episode off like last week, a versus round. Greg, you did well last week. How are you feeling this week? I feel good. I was uh, what <laughs> six points and a pyrrhic victory. So. You had six points and a pyrrhic victory last week. That was the yes. total. Yeah. So yeah. So I feel good. Um, I'm just. I'm interested to find out what the judges say. Sure. You know, I. I was surprised I got all six right, but you know. Well, yeah. I mean, you shouldn't you, be surprised. Come on, you're Greg Wolf. I. I know, but I. I feel a little. You know, I don't want to be too cocky about this. No, you just because I won you'd one. Be very now. cocky. Yeah. Uh, you, so basically, you're in like you're at the beginning of Rocky too. Right. Which he actually lost the first fight, so I don't right. know how I feel about that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you just got. So you just got your. You just got beat, and then Adrian just came down, and, and right. you're yelling Adrian with your crooked mouth, and right. you're real sweaty, right? And she still works at a pet shop, and I'm still poor, yeah. but hey, right? Yeah, just like that. Yeah. So go, yeah. All right, well here we go, uh, Mike. You want to you want to hit him? Okay, well, for those of us maybe who didn't listen last week or weren't paying attention when we described the rules, basically we have two people in some instances, forces of nature, or. Or uh, in some instances, maybe philosophical ideas that do battle, and Greg will tell us uh, which one would win. And uh, depending on that answer, we will either give him a point or we won't. And he also gets the right to claim a Pyrrhic victory, which, in Greg's own words, it means uh, you win, but the price was too high. Right, exactly. Yes, from uh, from a histori- <laughs> historical point of view, it comes from the uh, battle. I mean, his of... name was our Pyrrhist, right? Correct. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Can. Yeah, there you go. Pyrrhus. There you go. Yeah, King Pyrrhus. There you go. We have him. He's our guest next week, actually. So. Yeah, brought back from the dead. Yeah, we brought. Well, we can do that now. The recession's right. that bad. Yeah, the recession is that bad. We're bringing back old kings. It affects uh, afterlife. All right. So, Mike, go ahead, buddy. Sure. Yeah, I'll get us started off. All right, Gregory. Yep. 
first one, Iron Man <laughs> versus the entire nation of Cambodia. <laughs> oh, God. Good question. Okay, is this... Oh, boy. Okay, was Cambodia where Pol Pot was? Uh, is that the Khmer Rouge? Yeah. Is that them? That is Cambodia, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go... All right, I'm going to go... Uh, see... All right, I'm gonna go Cam- I'm gonna- up, buddy. All right, Cambodia, uh, because the people, <laughs> if Iron Man attacks like in 73, right after the Khmer Rouge can kill all those people and then, you know, the pyramids of skulls, if yeah, it's right after yeah. that, those people will be so pissed, they'll just swarm Iron Man, no matter how many unibeams he sends in their faces, yeah. they'll figure something out. So, okay. Wow. Yeah. So, wow, okay. Besides, uh, I- it- Iron Man's not going to take on a whole nation of poor people. You know, that's not very good for PR. So that's a good lesson there. Even even if you're poor and, um, you know, scrawny and homeless, you can still... uh, If you you band together. Band together, even you can beat Iron Man, yes. A good lesson for you, Cambodia. Yep, you can do it. (laughs) Right, we're going to give you a point just on, on compassion, which oh, is weird for you. you. Have you ever had a point yeah. on, based uh, on it, compassion? Actually, when I said it, it kind of hurt my head. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I, I thought. pushed through the pain. Yeah, this, you, is not, this is not like Greg. I don't, I don't know if I like this. this I was actually thinking, weird. did your Dick Cheney screensaver behind you yeah. kind of look at you a little angrily when you said that? I actually that? have a painting of him. The eyes move back and forth. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so he can always watch you. They kind of it's follow like, you, and the, yeah. it bleeds yeah. more blood when it doesn't like what you're doing. No, actually, it's reverse. It bleeds more blood when it's happy. So Okay, nice. Excellent. Okay, All right, well, I got a round for you here. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right, Gary Kasparov, the Russian chess champion, right. who defeated IBM's Deep Blue in 1996, versus Kit, the car from Knight Rider. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, are we taking into account who, who Kit's voice is? Yeah. What? No. 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 It doesn't oh. matter. Okay. Um, all right. I'm gonna it give it. Confuses me that you think that would matter at all. But go. Just go ahead. Well, because he could phase the Russian. You know, he has a nice, soothing voice. Uh, yeah. True. You know, so that always put I think uh, what's his face in a good mood before he went off into his adventures or what a yeah whatever. Hasselhoff. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Um, uh, all right. I'm gonna go with Kit winning. Nice. By running over this guy. Nice. So he wins from obviousness. Right. I'm really curious what you picture in your mind. Like, how is the chess player even battling? So the chess player is sitting on the ground with his chess set ready to play a computer. He thinks it's a chess game, so he's setting up the... And Kit understands it's all mental, really. And so he runs him over. And then maybe while his last dying moments, he plays plays chess with him to, like, a standstill. And maybe, maybe the car lets him win out of compassion. So, oh wow, you're all. This is interesting yeah. side of you, Greg, but I've not known. So, all right, well, you have a you have a point there. One point for obviousness. Uh, okay. So you got two points coming into this one, Mikey. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, the second one is uh, the uh, Captain America versus the Recession. Oh. Mm. Okay. Um, hmm. You know, is he going to be able to pay his bills? Does he still have a job? Okay, I'm going to go with Captain America. Nice. Because uh, Captain America could get everyone all, all you know, pumped up and ready to go, and like mm-hmm. he could like lead a charge to go buy stuff. Ah, I see. He yeah. could rally right, the right. Okay. To go spend money. Yeah. 
So well, I, I, can see, I can see with the shield like smashing through like Dillard's walls. Like, <laughs> nice. And, stuff. <laughs> and then like, you know, and you know, like he fought, Hitler. he fought Hitler, you know. So my theory is that. This the, is the man who punched, who punched Hitler. He punched Hitler. Yeah, he didn't even fight really? it. He, he punched him. He yeah. punched him. And, yeah. and he also, he, his main enemy was the Red Skull. So I have a vision of the Red Skull being in charge of Citibank. Mm-hmm. And just like yeah. smashes into their boardroom and punches the, the new head of Citibank right in the face. Yeah, I like oh, that. This is good. So go that is pass. a good answer. That's a that very a vivid answer. image in my mind yeah. right now. Yeah. All right, that's three. a good answer because if if you had said no, I would have said you are un-American. You have to understand the strength of Captain America. It's un- it's it's you can't even you can't even fathom such an idea, Greg. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, just you're you fighting know. America itself. In that yeah, case. you can't put the strength exactly. of Captain America into words. Right. It's it's beyond people <laughs> through him. Yep. <laughs> All right, so we got three points for you, Greg. Here comes your next question. You ready? Mm-hmm. Arsenio Hall, 80s talk show host, versus Rasputin. Okay. Now, are we assuming that both are immortal? Well, yeah, naturally, they both are, but yes. Um, Wait, Arsenio, Arsenio Hall is immortal? Yeah, I, I'm just yeah. going by, you know, he was like four different characters in Coming to America. <laughs> So my theory is that, like, he was, let's see, he was one of the barbers, and he was one of the guys at the church. Yeah, he, well, we, he was a lot of people. You know, he, was he was a lot of people. You know, yeah, he was, he was in the bar a couple times as a different woman, I think. But, yeah. Right, right, But right. Rasputin, they, you know, they poisoned him. They shot him. They, you know, they, they tied him up with chains, threw him in the river. He still lived. Yeah, he's I mean, unstoppable. You know, if we yeah, go, he's, a, he's unstoppable. If we go by Hellboy uh, uh, mythology, <laughs> he's still yeah. out there. Yeah, we can break. We can bring in a little of the of the well, mythos of Hellboy. Uh, sure. Gosh, I know. You know what? I'm gonna go with Arsenio Hall. <laughs> in the way because he beat Samuel Jackson with a. I think he beat him up with a a mop in uh in Coming to America when Samuel came with an AK. Nice. And and Rasputin doesn't have an AK, obviously. No, yeah, he just has creepy fingernails and long hair. So I'm 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 betting he'll. Uh, so all you have to do, you don't have to kill Rasputin. You just have to like confine him, right? That's right. Yeah, true. Right. Either that, or I would think maybe his com- like Arsenio's comedy. Yeah. Would just because be those so- Russians are not used to that. They, yeah. They, know what to they don't get sarcasm to. that much. So, yeah. <laughs> um, it'd be kind of, but see, that'll be it though. It'll be the right. ultimate irony. That right. Arsenio Hall beats Rasputin. Sure. Maybe this, oh, okay. this event alone will convince the Russians that sarcasm is worth something. I love it. I like it. Yeah. So that's you go on. You go on. I'm going Arsenio. Yeah. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not going to give you a point because I mean that's huh. that's the most ridiculous answer I've ever heard. Okay. Whoa. So I'll, I'll take you know look I'll take you know I'm still I'm still I'm still in the lead. You I, are I, in the lead. Yeah. You got three, you got three points. But I'll go take ahead, the Mike. Point I can get where I can get it. Yep. All right. All right, so Greg, uh, this one might be a tough one. Um, last one, last one for you, Mike. Uh, last oh, last one for me. Okay, um, the Green Lantern mm-hmm. versus the song "Back in Black" <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> by ACDC. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good song. song. Okay, um, it's rocking song. That is a rock okay. Song. If this, that's the kind of song that can save the world. You know, that yeah, could, but like, you wouldn't think the Green Lantern would be against that that goal, but. Uh, uh, okay, if if the song is being pumped out of a yellow uh, speaker system, then Green Lantern loses, 
because yellow, the color yeah. yellow is a weakness for the Green Lantern. Is it, you mm. just made that up. No, that is that is, is that, that is really? canon. That is DC canon. Really? Now they changed the that yellow recently. Yellow is the weakness for the Green Lantern. Right, because <laughs> each color corresponds to an emotional state in humans or, or every sentient being. And so what? all these people what feeling is, the same way creates energy. I don't know. It's DC. What is my color right now, Greg? Uh, let's see. Red would be the the hate. There's hate. I, it turns out. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of that. <laughs> okay. So, but if he's fighting ACDC itself, ah, man, I'm gonna go ACDC unless they're painted in yellow paint. Nice. Sing that song. Nice. Okay. Okay. All right. Good answer. Four points, go. Greg. Coming mm. into the last one. Are you ready? Yeah. Home stretch. Hit it. Are you ready, buddy? Because this one is very close to your heart, so I know you're gonna have you're gonna have a tough time completing it. All right, go ahead. All right, composer Wagner's Der Ring Cycle. Yeah. Versus the Chupacabra. Wow, the uh, Mexican. That's right, the Mexican uh, folk, folklore. Folklore. Huh. Chupacabra. Uh, yeah. Is he a demon or what is he like a werewolf? The Chupacabra. Yeah. I, I don't. You know, that's a, that's a solid question. Uh, yeah, I believe he's a combination of uh, of like a bird, lizard, uh, something else, snake kind of thing. Mm. Um, now, is he fighting Wagner himself, the man, or the music? Uh, I'm going to go with the music. I mean, the whole cycle, the whole four, you know, the operatic okay. work, the ring cycle, you know. So. Mm. Rich has just informed us that Chupacabra is a cryptic Mexican supernatural creature known as the Goat Sucker, who wanders around the countryside drinking the blood from goats and other livestock. The Goat okay. Sucker. Yeah. Okay, so Chupacabra sucks goats. Okay. Yeah, um, which is not unlike uh, unlike your <laughs> average Tuesday night. So. Right. Well, you know. Right. Yeah. I like goat so, go ahead. I didn't mean to um, talk about your personal life in verses, so go ahead. Ugh. I got to go with Wagner because I'm – you know what? I think we're going to have a convert to Wagner <laughs> here. I think the Chupacabra yeah. is going to be like, hey, we're the goats – and then he starts mm-hmm. doing opera and kind of is kind of – he t- tames the beast kind of a thing. You know? I see. Yeah, music tames the beast. All right. right. So what mm, happened is Wagner could be like playing – you know, he could be like approaching the chupacabra. Sure. And then all of a sudden the chupacabra rips his head off because, you know, it's the uh, scorpion frog thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't deny my own nature. Yeah. So I'm going to go ultimately chupacabra kills Wagner – the source of the music. Really? That the music I, lives on. But the Chupacabra feels so guilty about killing such an artist that he'll listen to it <laughs> thenceforward. Wow. So it kills the man, but not the yeah. music. That's interesting. That's yeah, a tragic tale. Yeah. Very tragic. That is it. Uh, you know, I, I don't think it's a period victory. Okay. But that is, that is a heroic and tragic tale. And you it is indeed. It's all sad. Thank you. Yeah. So. Thank you for saying <laughs> All right, so we're going to give you five points. Five points out of a possible six, right? I think we gave you. I think we gave you only minus one because uh, you're Arsenio Hall Rasputin. But I'm not. I'm not even going to get into that right now. All so right. five points and no pyrrhic victory. Uh, thanks, Greg, for, for hey, points, this rounds of verses. My pleasure. We're going to do a segment we did two weeks ago. I'm familiar to some of you. Uh, you new listeners will probably uh, not want to listen after this one. But here we go. Memories with Mike. Yeah, thanks. So I thought I'd talk to you all. You know, I've been thinking about love lately. I don't know. Love is just in the air. And um, 
so this one, I'm going to take you back to my. Uh, it's fall, my, you know. It's it's September. It's fall, it's September, yeah. Everything's you know. dying, and that gets me thinking about. Colors are changing. You know, yeah, sure. Mortality and death, which of course leads to love. Love, yeah, in your mind, yeah, it goes in off. my mind, and yeah. so it got me thinking about uh, in the fourth grade. So this is one of my earliest crushes. Sure. So I'm letting you into a very secret, private area of the, the Mikey train that very few people. It's a very secret compartment of the Mikey guarded. train. Guarded, right? Has a safe yeah. on it. Yeah. yeah. Guardians. Pinkerton's exactly. guarded. You know, yeah, that type. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that is, but yeah, I don't let anybody into this compartment because you don't want to know what's back there. Right. Yeah. So, so I'll take you back. It's my fourth grade. I'm in a public school, and uh, one of the first girls I had a little crush on. Uh, she's this little blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl. I know, not Problem. Hispanic. Problem. Not yeah, Hispanic. This yeah, this is weird. Well, back then I was whatever. Yeah. yeah. So she's uh, she had one of these weird names because um, she had a twin sister, and I they had like two strange names that neither of them were normal, but they both sounded similar. It was like Tamara and Tam not Tamara, but <laughs> I think her name was Tamara. Sure. And her sister yeah. had another weird name. And they both looked the same. I never really knew which was which, but I knew I had a crush on one of them. It, it depended mm -hmm. on whoever was in the room at the time. It didn't really matter. Sounds like I mean, I was, I was German names, too, by the way. Yeah. But I think blue-eyed, oh, really? blonde, I think, Tamara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, good call. Well, so like I said, I didn't. I really couldn't tell them apart, you know. So I was, I was really superficial even back then. You know, I didn't care. I was like, whatever, you look good. This other one looks pretty good, too. Yeah. Um, so not much has changed, sort of. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry to break up this. Are you having soliloquies as a fourth grader, like, yeah, like talking out well, loud sometimes. yourself? Are yeah. you that utilitarian yeah, yeah, yeah. as a fourth grader? Like, you look good. I look good. You know, you is that going? I would never say that to her, just like I would never say that to a person today. But, but I would say that to myself. But you were thinking this at four yeah. years old, though. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I think like, Whatever, wow, you really grade. got it going on. Okay, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Right, well, like go, go ahead. Keep keep going there. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so every day we have a recess, you know, and like pretty normal recess. We go play. Um, one game that we used to play every recess was called Tetherball. Have you ever yeah, heard of yeah. this? Yeah, yeah of course. It's big in the South. Horrible game. <laughs> you heard of this, Greg? It's horrible. No, it, it doesn't make any sense. It's, it's like it was, the, the, it was in uh, a, yeah, a Dynamite, whatever, uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Just horrible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so it's in that movie. Yeah, you know, you got the like a volleyball. It's the dumbest idea. That's my keep. point. It makes it's gotta be like the cheapest, <laughs> dumbest way to keep. Yeah, yeah it's like, hey, wait a minute, guys, thing. check this out. I got a pole, and I got a yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. flat volleyball and a string. Wait, wait, wait. So we throw the ball over the pole and it's horizontal. <laughs> Is that how it works? No, 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 no. It, you stick it in the ground. Yeah. And hit it around, and it's gonna. And because the length of string is a certain length. Really, only person's gonna you know get it pretty soon. That you just what do you do when it gets all the way around? We'll go yeah, around right. way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. That's sorry to pick up That's basically what you your, do. Yeah, you're right. So you just throw the sport. ball. And two people play at a time, and the, the basically, if I remember right, the gist is you just try to get it all the way around the pole, That's and the right. other person is trying to get it around the opposite direction. So this can sometimes last for a long time, going back and forth, but sure. usually it ends really quickly with someone. Like, and I usually lost really badly because if you're short, you, it's really you're bad. You're short, yeah. Because all you have to do is really get really short back then, too. If you're only eight or whatever. Yeah, I was like two feet. Yeah. 
Yeah, if you're yeah. only five one now, I right. was like, God knows. You in fourth grade, you were you like, playing hobbits at the time, or? Uh, well, it was proportional though, so I, I was. Think, about... I mean, I don't like. Do you do we ask your kind like, are you more Sam Gamgee size? Right. Or... Are you a Pepin or? Yeah, are you a yeah? Pepin was tiny too. I was probably a couple inches taller than Sam. Sam was because he was big for Hobbit. Okay. Yeah, so, so you're I big was for Hobbit. Yeah, so I'm like a very large. For a Hobbit, you're very tall. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It still only makes you like four even, maybe. I just think the image is important in people's mind, you know. So we okay. So go ahead. So you're so you're tall for a hobbit, and you're at the tetherball pole. And this big human game is. This big human comes up to you and and go on. So you you guys are just having a field day with this, aren't you? You just you just really want to hammer home. Mike, it's your memories. We're just seeing it, you know. (laughs) Be created in front of us. Uh, We're just trying to help. Get out of my memories. Okay, so yeah. So, yes, fourth grade Mike, oh, an oversized hobbit. Does that make you happy? Yes. That's what I was. Hairy feet, Thank hard you. hairy feet, yeah. and um, ate like eight meals a day, okay? I was a little okay, fat sure. kid. So you're at the, but you're at the tetherball. Let's, let's focus it here. I'm trying to focus. Okay. Okay. So this one day I'm playing with um, – I'm so just thrilled because I finally get to – play around you know my turn comes up and who am i matched up to play with none other than tamara or whatever you know hell her name is yeah the blonde chick that i got the hots for um this is going on in my uh, fourth grader brain right by got the way. it um, valkyrie walks up and wants to play with a hobbit go figure all right go right, ahead. right. Yeah, yeah so anyways the point is so before we even get to play um, she's winding back. You know how it is when you play tetherball. One of the person who's serving it kind of winds back with their arm. And uh, as she did that, I thought it'd be cute and funny if I just tap the ball, the tether, the ball, because um, that's like you know when you don't know any other way of like expressing yourself. So I thought, yeah, oh, I'll... you throw rocks at the right. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. And and honestly, I've not really progressed any farther than that. This I've not progressed any farther than fourth grade as far as a romance goes. So and also I, in terms of, of physicality, right? And right. You, yeah, I'm the exact same size. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's changed just as often now as I did in the fourth grade. Did yeah, you have sting well. with you at the time? The your True. sword sting? Yeah, your yeah. the it glows more. Uh, no, I didn't acquire that till the sixth grade. Oh, okay. okay, got it. But um, when Gandalf came into my bedroom. So you tap, you tap the ball. Uh, yeah, so I tap the ball and it hits her right in the like, right in the hits her in the face. Okay, yeah. pops her right in the nose, and oh, she immediately man. starts has a blood uh, bloody nose, just blood starts gushing. I'm I'm like uh, I'm sorry. She just runs into the nurse. That's the end of that. You know what do you do after that? So I try to. So yeah. I'm like this is in front of the whole all my you know classmates are watching this happen. They see me, sure. you know, basically punch a little girl in the nose. That you like, too, you know. That I had a big crush on. I mean, yeah. she had it going on. You know I'm what I'm saying? Her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that is that is like my first um, attempt to get, to really get a girl's attention. Yeah. Um, and that was a real stumbling block, you know, because how do you sure. come back from that? You know, I tried, to, I saw her later in class. I tried to apologize yeah, but but no, her little yeah. girlfriends saw it happen, and they're like surrounding her, and they won't let me get near her. Yeah. There's this whole kind of weird dynamics going on when you're in the fourth grade. Sure, yeah. So I was like, forget it, whatever. 
you didn't want to you want to cross the conspiratorial waters of the fourth grade, right? No, you do not mess with, with fourth grade girls. You do not mess with their girlfriends. They yeah. will tear you up. It doesn't. It I, doesn't mean, I knew that even in my dumb fourth grade brain, yeah. I knew that. And it's the, you know, it's the same was, all the way down the line too. You know, as well. You yeah, pretty that. much. Because you know, it's a shame. If I had known what I know now about women, I would have been so successful. <laughs> you would have hit them. I mean, not again. as a not as yeah. a twenty eight year old trying to get with them. I'm, if I were. Yeah. Greater yeah, knowing what I know now, yeah. yeah, I would have totally like saved up all my money and like just thrown that at her instead of hitting her in the face. Right. Nice. So what happened? Uh, so that as the year went by, did she ever warm up to you? Or yeah, that, oh, that was that's a defining moment. Uh, um, no, I don't think anything ever happened. I think I made a desperate attempt to touch her. <laughs> um, what punching in the face isn't touching anymore? Uh, it did not go well. Yeah, I can imagine where that one. So, yeah. well, thanks, Mike. That was that was a good that was a good memory. Thanks for sharing that with us. Yeah, well, it wasn't easy. You know, it's kind of sad, but once no, again, I know it is. Yeah. Once again, another depressing story. All right. All right well, I, we're going to do a new segment. Actually, uh, um, you know, Greg, it's another new game for you. I hope you're ready. Okay. For it. Um, I'm, I'm going to. It's called Conspiracy Time with okay. Greg. Got it. It's kind of, a, kind of a simple thing. I'm just going to explain the rules to you real quick for, for you and those of us uh, you know, out here and not playing but listening. Um, I'm going to give you two pairs um, of, of conspiracies. Um, I'm going to give you one of those pairs, and, and, and Mikey will give you the other pair. And it is your job to connect them somehow. Oh, got it. All right. So connect them any way you want, you know, whether whether you believe uh, the same agency was involved or or somehow uh, the same incidents occurred or um, you know or this type of thing, uh, you know, go go wild with it, Greg. You know, I would like you to 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 do your normal thing with now, it. Now, is this rhetorical? Because as we all know, everything goes back to the to the man in black, the Illuminati, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So oh isn't yeah. The, isn't the yeah. answer always the same? It's a, it's this a, is why this is for you. It's so a, I'm glad it's that a we cigarette chose smoking that. man and you know <laughs> one world bank and we're done. Is that glad, glad we chose this? Okay. Chose this for you. So, right. um, uh, Mikey, you want to give him the first the first pair? Sure. Okay. Sure, uh, Greg. I picked um, my two theories are the 1969 uh, moon landing. Okay. As you know, a lot of people think that was just a staged event by the government. Right. That it was done in like a Hollywood studio. Right. And the other one is evil aliens. Have you heard about this theory, Greg? It's well, a theory, basically, there's several alien theories. Um, the one that I'm talking of believes that there are some people that believe that um, certain persons in um, power, like the very powerful in the world, for example, the Bushes and the British royal family are believed to be aliens. And they're the type of aliens who are shapeshifters. Shapeshifting, yeah. Shapeshifting, Greg. Are you familiar with this kind of um, supernatural? It, yeah, it's very similar to X Files, but okay. yeah. right. Well, right, so, yeah. they believe that these shapeshifters uh, have to live on human blood, so oh, they okay. periodically have to kill some humans and drink their blood yeah. to survive, yeah. which makes sense to me. Um, yeah, it sounds logical. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And so some people, I believe that like the very highest people in power have this, um, that, that they are aliens, like the Bushes and the British royal family. So okay. I'm wondering, uh, what is the connection between those two? Okay. Um, as far as I can tell, we must be some form of penal colony for aliens. Okay. Because mm. we got – think about this. Okay, you, you fake the moon landing, Right. Right. And then you do it, like you pull it off. 
you, you fool the whole world, and then you do it, try to do it eight more times, yeah. or whatever, seven more times. You got to be a real idiot to think that. Okay, we got away with it once. Let's try it again. Sure. So I'm thinking. Well, I think okay. So maybe what happened was they wanted the best and brightest, so they allowed the moon landing to happen. But the real conspiracy is the astronauts go up. And the aliens come down, see? Ah. Right? And so now you have all these astronauts in high NASA positions. They're heroes of the people, right? You're not right. going to accuse Buzz Aldrin of being an alien, right? Right. I mean, he even punched a guy for uh. accusing him for lying about it, right? That's true. He did punch a guy, yeah. Pun- oh, it's a great video. You should go see it. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying it's possible, Greg, that we actually did send a rocket to the moon, but it brought back aliens. Right. No, we went to the moon. There's pictures now. They've taken pictures. And there's also a, 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 a mirror on the moon. You can They can send a signal to the moon and it bounces back off that repeater. So we really? definitely went to the moon. Mm. The question right. is, who came back? Oh. Right. Right. Bloodsuckers. So, there you go, bloodsuckers. All right. Well, that was, wow, that was good. That's kind of uh, it was alarming. Lock your doors. Truth is out there. Yeah, bar your windows. All right, here comes my pair for you, Greg. You ready? Uh, The supposed UFO crash in Roswell, New Mexico in 1947, which the government said was only debris from a weather balloon. Yes. And the theory that Tupac Shakur is still alive. Okay. Um, Wow. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. I... All right, so supposedly when Tupac was supposedly shot, yeah, uh, his can we assume his airbag went off? Sure, yeah. All right, I'm gonna say the government or whoever this Illuminati, what we're talking about, the way they get rid of people mm-hmm. is that they send them back in time through time traveling cars. Okay. So Tupac's car gets shot up. Right. This will also mean that Suge Knight is either a government agent or an evil or, alien or an even or some sort of clone of sure. Suge Knight. Yeah. So, you know, Tupac was becoming, you know, the legend he was. Sure. And so are you suggesting that the Illuminati sent Tupac back in time and he was on the ship that crashed at Roswell? And and the what they called the weather balloon was his airbag. Wow. Right. Yeah. So his beats that were that were that were so fresh in the nineties couldn't right. work in nineteen forty seven. Well, now they have him though. So he's disoriented. What the hell am I? <laughs> right. Yeah. And and let's be honest, he doesn't want to leave that base if he's back to nineteen forty seven. That's yeah. No times are you tough. You know, he's he's then. used to all the freedom right. he had, yeah. all the money. Yeah. True. Yeah. I mean, if you're Tupac, do you want to go back to Compton in forty seven? I mean, no. You no. know. Yeah. Right. It's picket fences and. You know. All right, so from what I understand on, on your theory is that the Illuminati sent Tupac back in time through his car. Yes. And, and he was what crashed on July 8th, 1947 in Roswell. And the weather balloon is his airbag. Okay. Back to the Future is partly based on uh, reality. Oh, then. Yeah. Hmm. Right, Zemeckis had to change. He, he, you know, that's not actually <laughs> Marvin Barry getting the phone call. I see. Yeah. It was wow. Tupac. That's great. You are blowing my mind. Yeah, great. you are amazing right now. Yeah, well, Marvin thank you. Tupac was giving. <laughs> thank you for uh, thank you for playing conspiracy time with Greg. Uh, you know, Mike, you want to talk about your blog for a minute here before we? Oh, people don't want to hear about that. Okay. I don't want to hear about that. All right. Well, Mike's no, blog is uh, called "Strangers, uh, Outlaws, and and 
Hispanics. Yeah. That blogstop.com. Yeah. And if you want to email Mike, you can reach him at mikemala at gmail.com. Yeah, that Mike, would you like to say anything yeah, about I was, I was just going to say that. Yeah, yeah. In your yeah, defense? Yeah. Mikemala at gmail.com. Yeah. And also a Facebook fan page. That's right. If you're interested, yeah. Sign up on Facebook, the Facebook fan page. Just search for Fourth Time Around. If you want to subscribe to this, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes for free. You get it every week. You'll automatically get one of these things in your magic box, your magic Gems iTunes of, box. Uh, podcast magic. And then, <laughs> and then it'll magically, yeah. Maybe they can also suggest uh, new verses or conspiracies. Sure, yeah. We'd love to hear uh, any, any kind of suggestions. Oh, yeah, anything. Shoot, yeah. we'll take. If you want uh, hate mail from Mike, just make sure and give that to, to MikeMail at gmail.com because he responds personally to every one of those. Indeed. I do. I do. Someone I cares. save all day to answer your emails. He answers every one of his like, most hateful one. emails. So, I do. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for joining us for the fourth anniversary of uh, the fourth time around. If you do subscribe to us via iTunes, please try and leave us a review um, of some kind. Yeah, leave us like an awesome like say yeah. Make sure to leave yeah. like a really good review. Like yep. Mike is awesome. Yeah, that's a good review right there. Yeah. Make sure to keep those words. Um, yeah. Anything else stuff doesn't really problem. matter. But as long yeah. as you say you say something like Mike, Mike is, is awesome, awesome, and that's that's pretty good. Like yeah. I'd like to be with him. Um, well, romantically. Oh, uh, a little yeah. solicitation at so, the end of the show. Yeah, it always comes to shameless self promotion yeah. at the end of this that, thing. Desperate. Well, they'll thank you guys for 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 coming along and and for everybody joining us out there. And uh, these these are the co-hosts here. Uh, we have Mike Mayella. Yep. With a last minute um last minute attempt to to get the Mikey train up and running. Uh, Greg Clyde Wolf the second. Right. And uh, I'm your host for this week, Ross Olsaber. And hope you all had a nice time. Yo, move! But see, this is the problem. I don't, I don't want anything aimed at my head, like ever. Sure. Yeah. Especially not lasers. Yeah. Especially not lasers. What yeah. do you mean? Nothing good, nothing ever good has come from having a laser pointed at your head. Tell me one time when that's been good. <laughs> well, of course, laser. there's LASIK surgery and yeah, there you moving go, there cataracts you and, you know, basic science, mag- but magic, magic. magic. Exactly. Magic, magic which we all know, is evil. Right. Yep, absolutely. So, science is magic and magic is evil. Everyone knows that. Right, Shark Lord and all his power. Yeah. talking about Gandalf visiting your room at night. I was like, oh. Yeah, I could have taken it real bad. (laughs) But I was like, you know what? I can't tell you how many damn times I think, like, oh, Mike, don't do it. I was trying to to set you up. Yeah, 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 setup is right. Fan from iTunes. Yeah. (laughs)